0: Nobody will ever always podcast with anybody else. Last time it was me and Hugh. Now it's me and Kelsey. You're getting all the dynamics. Mm-hmm. Last time you were, <laughs> before that you were on with Justin and Kelsey. So
1: from Justin to Kelsey is my favorite movie. Um, <laughs> it's
0: really that's good. the kind uh, of sharp humor and what you bring to the show, Matt. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, let me tell you. After a very nutritious dinner of, uh, see, I have the McDonald's app on my phone, which. Uh, it was like the first sign of a problem, and uh, there's a coupon for like a uh, buy one like quarter pounder get one free, and of course I was like that's a good idea, and it was a terrible idea. It was <laughs> yeah, absolutely
0: yeah, that's a, awful, definitely terrible.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm like I'm I'm kind of popular at work for being like an over defender of McDonald's. Okay. Um, that's that's a rant for another day.
0: Okay. Um, I mean it's a good idea if you want to feel like death for three hours <laughs> right. yeah exactly well sometimes you do <laughs> yeah it's true sometimes you really you're like I, I had a i was really lazy today at work i need to punish mm-hmm. myself so i'm gonna get two exactly quarter right. pounders with cheese um all right yeah so on the show today um we're gonna do some listener questions and matt if you have any retro stuff to talk about uh I, we can i have as well cool um so you say you do or you don't Sorry. i do i i no, do
1: I've, I've i've met strangers on craigslist again and, oh uh, cool awesome so we got <laughs> yeah. more
0: strangers on craigslist talk uh, this so one, a good, this one a was time.
1: ridiculous it involved me getting to see and pet a great dane so that's right. always worth
0: it that's the nice preview for the story don't spoil it ahead of time uh, don't worry um welcome everybody to talking games it is i'm gonna say it's february 16th 2017 when the show is coming out that's just my guess. Um, I'm never good with, with predicting the week ahead when we record this. Uh I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Kelsey Lavadi. Hey. And Matt Wood. Hi. All right. So we are uh back. We're gonna be answering some listener questions and Matt has as he has said, some more Met Strangers on Craigslist stories. <laughs> so it's gonna be all around great time. It's gonna this is a episode of Matt talking about his good decisions, starting with his <laughs> dinner decision and heading towards his Meeting strangers on Craigslist decisions. Exactly. Yeah, it's
1: that's that's how you want to live a life <laughs> without any kind of expectations of what the outcome might be.
0: <laughs> absolutely, that is absolutely how you want to live a life. Um. Uh. So let's talk about. We have some listener questions here that I would I would like to to dive into, and I think this first question from Sammy Cassell. Um is going to be a good one for you, Matt, as well. Mm. Um, and it is what old school Nintendo, Atari, arcade, PS One, etc., whatever uh, game would you like to see updated and brought back? Ooh, ooh, that's, that's a good question. question. That's a good question. The question from Sammy. Um, he left the question uh. on our Twitter at Talking Underscore Games. So you should leave questions there if you guys want to ask us questions.
1: Well, nothing from Atari. <laughs> nothing okay. from Atari. Just because everything is, uh the, there's one Atari game that I that is absolutely I I think it will be universally fun for all time. And okay. I think it's like as far as Atari goes, if you ever go back to that like I I think you have, you have a Raspberry Pi too, right? I do, yes. Yeah. Uh I, when I first got mine, I put a bunch of Atari games on there like, oh yeah, I'm I'm going to play these. And I, I play them for like 5 seconds and I'm like, no. I I <laughs> I don't have that much of an imagination. Um <laughs> but uh th- this one y- you have to have a special controller for it that, for it it's called like a, the paddle controller. It's called uh Berserk. And mm-hmm. it it's, it's absolutely a, a ton of fun. And I feel like but I don't know if that's a game that would ever translate for a remake and I don't I, I would not be interested. It it's one of those just very simple games but yeah, nothing from Atari. Um I don't so know. Have, that's when, tough. Speaking
0: of the Raspberry Pi really quick, when mm-hmm. w- 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 when you load this software, this RetroPie software onto this mm-hmm. Raspberry Pi, it's a it's a very easy thing if you google it and if you ever wanted to have just like a box that can play any retro game basically, um it's the best way to do it. Uh you do have to, you know, you have to be sort of in the gray area of legality to get the ROMs, um, unless you have dumped cartridges, which I'm sure a lot of people have. But, you know, you can can look through all these sites that have them. And a lot of the Atari things, you're able to find, like, one thing that's like, here are all of the Atari games, and it's like one folder. And I did that, and I I loaded it onto the Pi, and then (laughs) I went to the Atari folder, and I was like, well, I'm never gonna play any of these games because right. there's seven thousand of them in here now, and I don't know what yeah. any of them are, and there's like fourteen versions of each game. Yeah, um,
1: and, and they're all essentially yeah. the same game too. That's that's, yeah. that's 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 kind of the biggest issue, is that I mean, <laughs> those were those were simpler times. Uh, I also love the fact that yes, it's like seven thousand games, but it's roughly the size of a JPEG. Like yes. it's, it's 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 like yeah. a few you know kilobytes. Um uh, Man, uh, Atari stuff's so crazy. I, I actually saw an Atari while I was uh, out flea marketing uh, this mm-hmm. weekend, and I was really tempted, but I was like, Just why? Why buy that? Like, you'll never, ever touch it. Um, <laughs> but as far as, like, retro games that get a remake, that that's really tough because so much of what makes a retro game special, you want to remain at least in that same format, right? Like, Right. Uh, it, you know, like, every time they try to update it, for every, you know, Mario that gets to Mario 64 or, you know, Zelda that gets to Ocarina of Time, there's so many... Like, like look at Sonic. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just has never, ever, ever captured what was good about that stuff in the uh, early 90s. So, it, it's tough. There, if I would say... I would say that there's some... There's a game on Sega Genesis that I think would always be good for a remake, and that's Comic Zone.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Did, did you ever play that? Uh... I don't think so.
1: So, it's about a comic artist who gets zapped into his comic book. And it's a platformer, but you're literally hopping from like panel to panel. And like the super villain, while well, you've gotten sucked into the comic book, he is coming to the, into the real world and he's drawing the comic book as you progress. So, like every time you get to a new like uh, panel, he like draws the villain that you have to fight. Uh, into the panel in front of you. It's 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 a really cool idea. And I think that that would be an interesting uh interesting remake uh but I I also think that you would probably want to keep the same play mechanic. Like a, it's kind of like a it's a little bit of a brawler like a Final Fight, um but it's also a bit of a platformer too. Uh that was always a really cool game. I I always thought that was a really interesting idea that was never it, it, I don't think they ever really did much with that, uh, where it's like, you know, it, it's trying to play up that format of a comic book, and like, uh, I don't know, like, you beat a level and they turn the page and stuff like that. It, it, was, it was fun. But I
0: think uh, for me, I think, the one I always think of is Little Nemo the Dream Master for the mm. NES, yeah. um, which I think was a pretty weird, cool platformer. Um, that I don't think got all of the due that it possibly it deserved back back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. That's another game I got on my Retro Pie and played it, and it's very strange and also obviously is unforgiving because it's a NES platformer, and NES games are often unforgiving. Right. Um, but I think to get a really one of those like you know kind of two really nice two D art, maybe two and a half D or something like that stuff, um, really crisp art and and, and echo that art style um oh my god then what's the name of the comic book artist who created little Nemo? um
1: oh man yeah he, he's like he, Bob he's is gonna a... kill
0: me from from windsor mckay windsor mckay, windsor McKay. Yeah, he's, yeah he's like
1: one of the earliest comic strip uh yeah guys uh
0: if you could echo like even that art even more closely which it could now because of the technology right. i think that would be really awesome um kelsey I think your idea of a retro game is probably a little bit what different than is, what
2: ours. What is retro these days?
0: That really depends on the person. I think you know. I, I, For me, uh, it's getting
1: more and more depressing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kelsey's gonna make us feel even more depressed because she's be like, right. "Oh, PS Two was the time was a retro game." Oh, the you were on Xbox. here last time when she
1: said she has never played Super Mario Brothers Three.
0: Yeah, no, I heard that though. I was, I listened to that. How yeah. painful is that? Yeah, it's very painful. <laughs> well that's not a retro that's ancient to Kelsey so <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the only thing I could think of is I would really like to play with my own version like uh, Samus uh, Metroid game yes uh, I think she's overdue I mean I yeah, can't even play her without sure. playing um, uh, oh, it's on the internet like, when you uh, can have an old the- game what's it called
0: when you can have an old game? we mean like yeah. a torrent?
2: <laughs> no, no, like no, no. A, you play on... It's like a, Oh, like use an emulator. emulator. Yeah, that's what we're talking an about. An emulator, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's what we're talking about. The retro pie that we're talking about is, is an emulator. Oh, yeah. okay, perfect. Totally. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. that's
2: what I mean. Like, I've never played yeah. my generation, I guess, a Metroid game. Yeah,
0: I would but, say that... I mean,
2: as Other as M, as M came TV. out on the Wii
0: and that was not a great game. Right. The, the Prime time. series No, 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 is, that doesn't count. No, 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 no. The Prime series on GameCube slash Wii is fantastic. Right, Um, those games are amazing. Uh, Obviously, they're first person, so it's not exactly the same thing as playing the 2D Metroid games. But um, it still has all of that like DNA in it, though. It's all about exploring and getting upgrades. You know, it's 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 that brought to 3D in a really interesting way, and those games are stunning and the second one is a little bit disappointing compared to the first and the third i think Mm -hmm. but it's a great series in general um ironically
1: enough made by retro so yes made by retro retro studios
0: um Ah, there you go but as far as like the
1: 2d games i don't think they've made a new one since like the uh game boy advance like metroid fusion Mm. and zero mission
2: no No, i don't think so yeah they haven't no
1: which those are excellent
0: yes all the 2d all the 2d metroid games are excellent Mm-hmm. I still go back and play like an hour or two of Super Metroid every year because it's it still remains one of my favorite games of, of all time. And if you like Metroid games and haven't played Super Metroid, Kelsey, even though it is a Super Nintendo game, it's definitely worth playing. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm right with you, Kelsey. The Metroid franchise is my favorite Nintendo franchise. So for it to be a, have been gone so long um, and them to embarrass us with this this Metroid-named game that isn't a Metroid game at all that came out last year, the Federation Force thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. That That's not what I wanted. Like No. <laughs> Samus isn't even in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, my only source of her is uh is Super Smash Bros. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I totally, yeah. I'm right there with you. Sorry, Matt, what were you going to say?
1: They did that a lot uh, towards... Well, I don't want to say towards the end of the 3DS life cycle because it's still around um but over the past couple of years they've been doing that a lot with a lot of nintendo franchises or well, they done it twice but it's mm-hmm. too much uh <laughs> with metroid doing that uh, uh like you said federation force thing mm-hmm. and also the zelda one the triforce heroes where it's just like yeah n- don't do that like it's this is not what we want this is
0: i agree uh, with you but zelda at least yeah. like it has its due like it like it's always it's always there it's always coming back they're always putting a ton of focus on it um I feel like Metroid is that like the thing they like to tease because they know Mm -hmm. like the hardcore fans get really excited about it but something they never put a lot of resources towards because it doesn't sell the way those other franchises sell especially not in Japan
2: exactly Um, Exactly. it's
1: so hard to love Nintendo sometimes
0: it's It's true (laughs) (laughs) yeah um,
1: (laughs) it's really frustrating
0: Speaking of Nintendo, uh, at D Jenks on Twitter asks, about the future of Nintendo, should they become a software company only or can they change their direction to be on par with Xbox and Sony? Um, Kelsey, you're our, our, one of our, our biggest Nintendo fan. What do you think? What do you think the future of Nintendo is?
2: Um, I don't know because I, pers- like I feel like they always stood out because they were different from PS4 and Xbox in the sense that they based... A lot of their sales on uh, family oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know too much about like software and stuff like that. I mean, you would have to more explain it to me and I could give perhaps a better, yeah, like a more so, concise answer.
0: Yeah, so what he's saying is that there, there's for a long time, well, since I think um, GameCube, it was brought up in the GameCube era and then it went away during the Wii era because it sold so well but came back mm-hmm. up again. During the Wii U era, at a certain point in their history, a game, a company like Sega, who used to make consoles, decided, we're not going to make consoles anymore, we're just going to put out games mm-hmm. on on other people's software, on other people's okay, systems, okay, sorry.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and a lot of people have said, like, Nintendo should do that, Nintendo should stop making consoles and just put out their games on other people's consoles. Um, so I think he's asking, should they do that, or should, do you think that the direction they're going in with the Switch is going to be a... a big winner for them or should they try to match power with their console with xbox and sony what do you think
2: i mean i don't think they should quit it like right away i think the switch will be a big test um either they're gonna sell it like the wii or they're gonna sell it like the wii u yeah and that's gonna make the decision for them however um the personality that nintendo has is because it's so family oriented they have their home co- console your your uh, personal gaming console and the games that they produce are strictly their nintendo favorites i guess you could say
0: yeah
2: and you buy a nintendo console because you want to play mario you want to play yoshi you mm-hmm. want to play um i don't know any of those you know what i mean yeah yeah and i think if they go to being a third party game i mean i can understand a big boom at first like uh people who who have ps4s and xboxes they'll be like oh my god i can finally play mario on it i don't have to buy a new console whatever but i think it'll be harder to get um like just from personal experience like harder to get someone like my parents to buy a ps4 and an xbox because They'll be like, uh, that's more like an older console. Mm-hmm. Like a Nintendo is more like a child thing, and and I just think like kids more and more are going to be want to get into electronics, get into video games and stuff like that. And I think Nintendo has that that locked down.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, um, Matt. What do you think?
1: Well, so I I never want them. I never want them to just be a software company. Mm-hmm. I, I think so much of like like you said, uh uh so much of what sell what sells a Nintendo console is their software. I I feel like Nintendo has to have control over their software to do their crazy things that we love Nintendo for. <laughs> yeah. Um and when it's just a regular controller like an Xbox or a PS4 controller, I I I get it. Like like being a Nintendo fan is sometimes very, very frustrating. Like, uh, ever since the 64, you had to basically abandon any hope of third-party publishing on, on the console. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nintendo has not made it easy uh, for publishers like Capcom and Konami and, uh, you know, even smaller ones. Um, I think Nintendo's smart in a lot of ways. They're, they're kind of like Disney, where they really do respect their IPs. Uh, that's why you never see a Nintendo game in like a bargain bin, a a Walmart or a Target. Mm -hmm. It's always, you know, like, yeah, that can be very, very frustrating, but at the same time, there is a level of quality that they, I I kind of admire them for it. Um, As far as the future of Nintendo is is concerned, I don't ever expect them to be, I, I think for them to fight fire with fire and try to be on the same level of, PS4 and and Xbox, uh, PlayStation, Sony and Microsoft. It this is not going to happen because, you know, the Xbox has Microsoft and the PlayStation has Sony. They have huge companies behind them whereas exactly. Nintendo has Nintendo behind them. They're not, you know, a you know, one of the biggest companies in the world. Uh, they're big, but they're yeah. not they're not, you know, they don't make TVs and, and and computers and things like that. Yeah, so, they're a game company. Exactly right. So as long as, I think it's smart for Nintendo to at least, to be relatively realistic. Um, for example, the president of Nintendo, I don't have his name in front of me, and I definitely haven't memorized it.
0: Uh, uh, Nintendo, like, overall, you're talking yeah, about? Like, yeah. Uh, 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 Kimishimi? It-
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, his, he had an interview uh, recently where he kind of said what the price of their yearly subscription is going to be somewhere yeah. around like 30 bucks. And I think that's a, kind of a step in the right direction. I mean, sure, that is pricey, but like to say $60 is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And while I'm as frustrated as everyone else is about like their virtual console Uh, issues with like not letting people have a free game every month, just you know, it's frustrating that they take that away at the same time. Like, that's definitely what Nintendo is going to do. (laughs) Like, it's they're going to protect their IPs, they're going to make sure that you know you buy it over and over again because people will buy it over and over again. I, I, there's no telling how many times I've bought The Legend of Zelda. You know, and and when that shows up for five bucks on the Switch, you know, I, especially when it comes to, like, that portability, like, when when they start putting, like, GameCube games on that thing and, and, and like, 64 games and I can just, like, carry it around, I mean, come on, I'm not going to say no to that, and and I'm not the only one. So, at the same time, I, I think that, yes, they are going to constantly struggle, they're never going to be anyone's first console, like, their only console. Mm -hmm. Like, they're never going to be, like, like, I bought my PS4 knowing, okay, like, this is, like, my entertainment station. This is where, like, I watch Netflix. This is everything. This is also where I, you know, watch movies. I put, like, my Blu-rays in there. That's my go-to, like, system. The Wii U was my second console. And I think the Switch is going to be everyone's second console. And I think that that's fine, because Nintendo kind of, if they make peace with the fact that they are the second console, they have no competition in that market. I mean, there's not, you know, another game system. I mean, the Ouya was was <laughs> was not a competitor. Yeah. So I feel like Nintendo's going to be safe for a while. I, I, I. But then again, you know, we've seen this mobile push. We have, I have a Fire Emblem game on my phone now, which is weird. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Weird, other than the fact that it's a fire emblem game and they're by nature weird, but um I, I don't know. I, I, I it's going to be interesting. I don't want to say that they'll never do it because it's definitely a possibility. They flirted with that kind of stuff, Um but I hope that they kind of remained solo for a while. I I, I always appreciated it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think I think the only way it happens, they have to have if they have another failure on the scale that the Wii U was a failure for them financially, then they'll have to probably seriously think about it for the first time. Um, but they have been diversifying into other things. You know, they've made Mm -hmm. the mobile deals. They're, they're, they're having rides at amusement parks now, you know, they're they're getting into other avenues. I think specifically so they're not so dependent on this one aspect of their Mm -hmm. business. But uh, I, I think that, yes, it's, it's, it sounds great in, in some ways to be like I could play these Nintendo games on these more powerful machines mm-hmm. um, and Nintendo doesn't have to worry about like what the horsepower is in their machines anymore and they, they can just make the games they want to make whatever software they want to make and and, and and that would be amazing but echoing what you guys said is that I think that what I think of I think them a lot like Apple right which is that they tailor their software to the hardware in which it's being run on because right. it's only going to be run on the hardware in which they are creating themselves. Like that's, that's the way Nintendo rolls. Um, and they, they sometimes create controllers totally based on one game. That's going to come out. Right. Like the nunchuck was created because retro was like, how are we going to have Samus walking around mm-hmm. in first person with without a analog stick, and that is why the nunchuck exists because of uh, of that. So it's 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 a crazy thing. They they they're just unlike unlike a company like Sony or Microsoft, which obviously because they're making consoles aimed at the widest possible base, everything is focus tested and and down to the the last little letter. And it feels like Nintendo is much more sort of still that crazy toy maker that is willing to try weird things and sometimes those things end up in other places and other consoles perfected, but they are the ones who did them first. And so um, I hope they never get out of the hardware game because I I feel like they are constantly pushing and doing things. Um, But I do think if the switch is a disaster for them and doesn't sell well, I, I, I I don't think they're going to be able to keep their investors off their backs for a long time, because their investors will start saying, hey, why aren't you putting games out on other consoles? You can be making so much more money right now. Um, Because who, you know, you don't even, we don't have any idea what the ceiling is on Super Mario blank, out for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. You know, you might be talking about Grand Theft Auto level sales numbers, if it's in all of those places. Um, so I feel like there that that day might come, but I don't think that day is going to be for a, a while. Um
1: right. And with the console market where it's at right now, I mean, I, I I think Sony and Microsoft are making more moves that are that are bigger gambles than Nintendo is. Like with mm-hmm. the uh, software or the hardware revisions, like the uh, uh, the PlayStation uh, Pro, the the Microsoft the the, the Xbox was it the S. The uh, S sc- the, well the Scorpio, Scorpio yeah, yeah. isn't yeah. coming
0: out this summer fall? Sorry.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I look at that that you know, and I'm like, you know, it, if if people care that much about graphics and fidelity and 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 and, and uh, you know horsepower, they buy a PC. You know, I yeah, I I don't like I kind of like Nintendo kind of embracing the fact that there's still. You know, as video gamey as it gets, as far as the consoles are concerned, they are a console business or a handheld business. They are they are focused on that hardware, whereas, you know, as cool as an Xbox is or as cool as a PlayStation is, it's just it's it's a computer. It's a it's a mini computer. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 cool. Like I said, I own one, so it's I can't (laughs) I can't like crap on it too much. But but, you know, there's nothing like my Wii U. You know, mm-hmm. and there's going to be nothing like my switch. Like, like people are yeah. making a big deal about like uh, how the switch is not going to have things like Netflix and Hulu when it first comes out, when it first launches. And I, I just have to ask, like, like who cares? Like, you, <laughs> you, you like, you can get that on your phone, your iPad, your, your anything yeah. else. Like, why? I have no
0: less than 10 devices in my apartment that can access Netflix.
1: Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's like, like, I, I don't need that. Yeah. And and even if I did have it, I would never use it. So I, I if they don't concern themselves with that, that's fine. Just like when people were angry when, you know, the Wii came out in two thousand six and didn't have a DVD player. It's like you don't have a DVD player by now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Um well and I I understand the, 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 the want for people who would like them either to do the software thing or to pull up next to the, the other consoles in power because mm-hmm. it's all comes from a place of people wanting to play Nintendo games that's where that that that, that want comes from right they're like if they just made something as powerful as the other consoles I could it would give me enough reason to buy their thing over the other thing because I'd rather play their exclusives right than the other two companies exclusives that's really where all this comes from it's just it just hasn't it's just, it's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> no. And that makes sense, too. I was looking at my Wii U games. I own no Wii U games. I probably have, like, 10, 12 Ninten- uh, Wii, U, Wii U games. I have no games that are not Nintendo games. Right, of course. I, mean, I have Bayonetta too, but that's that was, like, developed by Nintendo. And they published it. So published that's, it. that's right. They yeah. published it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I get that. I that, 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 I totally understand. They're, as far as exclusives are concerned, they cannot be touched. But... Yeah you know at the same time i do like like i like i kind of like them existing in their own bubble
0: yeah me too me too um all right let's move on here question jacob davidson asks do you have any video game merch that you love or maybe a funko pop for your favorite character kelsey uh
2: sorry it's all right i just make sure you make sure you knew (laughs) i was trying to think of uh, something i have Um, Well, because I used to work in uh, the electronics at Toys R Us. So sometimes we got um, promotional items. So I have a Halo shirt Mm -hmm. um, that I really love. I have my uh, Amiibos. Um, I have a lot of, I collect like um, some stuffed um, characters. So I have like a lot of Pokemon. I have three Pikachus. Why? Of course, of course. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do, Do they wear different hats?
2: No, they don't even have... they're all yellow oh. Pikachu. Oh, okay. <laughs> one of them I got in, in Japan when I went. Um another one I got because my friend went visited uh Japan and he got me a squirtle. I have a Super Mario. I have um Flareon chopsticks, which I think are pretty cute. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really cute. Um I think that's it. That's all I could think about right now off the top of my head.
0: Uh, yeah, for me, I don't have a lot of video game merch. I have a few Amiibos, not too many. Um, I think I've got Pikachu, Fox, Zelda, Samus. I've got more than I thought. Mega Man, Peach, Mario, Kirby, Donkey Kong, Luigi, and Yoshi. <laughs> But that's because when they came out, my wife got me like the the loot crate, uh, like subscription that was just amiibos. So I got like four oh, wow. amiibos a week for a month or something. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but not a ton of video game merch. Um, I have a I have a giant bomb poster that I really like, but that's that's mm-hmm. I guess not necessarily video game merch, but it is in the video game arena. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, I, I definitely
1: got bit real hard by the amiibo thing um (laughs) i i I don't collect so that's the thing like i I just limit it to like the smash brothers characters just Mm -hmm. because they're all really cool um even like jigglypuff still cool Mm um uh as far as merch is concerned uh nothing really like like awesome i i i don't really go in too much for like those uh those uh, special edition things. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I am guilty. I did pre-order the Breath of the Wild one. Uh, oh the, yeah. Yeah. I was like, ah, well, oh, fine. But that looks uh, really cool. Yeah. It came with like a case for the switch and, and all that too. So I was able to get pre-order that. But uh, other than that, like I don't want to have too many, like just, you know, I thing you, you have to pick and choose your battles. Uh, mm-hmm. But one of the coolest things I did get was a few months ago, uh, I don't know if they, y'all have these. I doubt you have them in New York. All right. Well, you definitely don't have them now because they went out of business. Um, but uh, there's a, a kind of like a it's it called Hastings and it was like a used bookstore, but also sold video games, movies and that kind of stuff. OK. And, uh, you know, they would sell new stuff. So they had like, uh, you know, a video game section. And they had, uh, you know, like when you go into Walmart, like there's your Nintendo shelf and there's your Xbox shelf and your PlayStation. And when they were going out of business, they literally were selling just everything. And I went up and I asked them, like, "Hey, uh, what are you doing with your Nintendo uh, display?" And they're like, "I don't know, you want it?" And I was like, "Yes." Uh, so <laughs> I, I I was able to get the a big Nintendo marquee. Um, oh, cool! Which so I have that mounted above like the shelves where my games are, and it has like the ESRB rating system below it, and I thought that was pretty sweet. Uh, that's kind of the coolest thing I think I have, just because it's like eh, no one else has that. I also like the fact that there is a uh, the AO rating on that Nintendo marquee because it's like Nintendo never made an AO game. I don't think they made an M rated game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So cool. That's a, that's our that's our merch. Let's see what else we got here. Um, are, are, y'all,
1: are y'all big Funko Pop guys? I like I Funko want Pops. To be
0: i just what? don't know how you want to be um my wife is too so between the two of us we have a good amount of them mm-hmm. um but i just don't have any video game ones i always eye the overwatch ones um mm-hmm. because oh, i gosh. love those characters and they're really cool looking but no i have i have a lot of comic book ones like i have like a lot of flash ones um like i have captain cold reverse flash i have the flash i've got spider-man i've got deathstroke and arrow and iron man i've got an old han solo that i got from funko pop that's a pretty cool one mm-hmm. um and then my wife loves like the uh american horror story so we have a ton of american horror story ones that's cool um and then a bunch of other random like a bunch of other like s- random ones here and there and when you have loot crate you get one like every two or three months right so you know i have ones that i would never have bought myself but they're pretty cool
1: Kelsey, okay, so you said you had some
2: uh no i want to you (laughs) You want to it's a dangerous road kelsey that's that's That's, i'm worried that's what
1: stopped me that's what stopped me
2: because i know i'm gonna love them (laughs) um and i know i i I have so many passions like i'm also like an english major so i know i have to have all the harry potter ones Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know like i already know in advance That I'm gonna have a huge inventory once I begin.
1: (laughs) There's so there's so many, and like that's something too. It's like like less than ten bucks. So like yeah, that's I'm so afraid of like okay, I'm just gonna buy this one, and then all of a sudden I have now I have fifteen hundred Funko Pops in my house.
0: Yeah, Yeah. the problem is like what Kelsey's talking about. Like when you get into like the ones that have a set of them that you want to buy Mm -hmm. a bunch of like the Harry. That's why I've never bought a single Harry Potter one because I know if I buy one, I will buy them all. I need to buy them all stop myself um there's some though they're like like there's like a nathan drake one but it's like it's just a dude it, so there's nothing yeah. like special about it. it's just like a guy with dark hair wearing a shirt and pants and i'm like i i really like uncharted a lot but it just just looks like I a dude this? with big black eyes that's all it looks like um yeah. there's so a- i
1: I never got Not, when Uncharted 3 came out, they, there was an addition that came with a statue, in my roommate at the time bought it. And uh, someone went to his room and saw this thing, Nathan Drake statue. And I don't think he, had, like, my friend had set up, like, all the like the guns and, like, the, you know, holsters and stuff on him. And so it just looked like like this really handsome guy. And, <laughs> you know, I had a friend come in and he's just, like, why do you have this, like, dude doll? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, it's a statue from a game. And, of course, when you start arguing like that, it's like, that doesn't help. It doesn't help. He's already decided it's a doll. Like, just bob back out of it.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. This one comes from Chris. And he says, with Marvel starting to dip their feet back into the gaming scene again, um, what would your ideal Marvel video game be? I always thought an Arkham-inspired Daredevil game or a Guardians of the Galaxy game inspired by Mass Effect would Mm. have been awesome. I was—I should say—the big rumor is that um, Eidos Montreal, who worked on the Deus Ex franchise, is working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game right now. That's the big rumor, Um, alongside Crystal Dynamics doing their Avengers game. But I just want to put that out there. So, ideal Marvel video game, Matt.
1: Man, there's there's so many cool stuff, cool cool things that they can go with that. Uh, So, I mean, we have to be realistic. We're not going to get X-Men. We're not going to get Fantastic Four. It's just not going to happen. No, no, no. Uh, we're lucky we got Spider-Man. Uh, so, and th- that Spider-Man game looks great. I can't yes. wait for that. If it's anything like... I, I don't actually don't want it to be exactly like the GameCube uh, Spider-Man 2 game. <laughs> as long as it's better than that, yes. uh, then that would be an awesome game. I don't know. It's tough. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want it to just be every other game I've played with, with Marvel characters. So, I'd like something... Pretty fresh and different, you know. Maybe th- there's definitely so many interesting characters that they could create uh, some pretty fun play mechanics. I mean, a-, a shield game would be a lot of fun, I think.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: like some kind of espionage uh,
0: mm-hmm. game.
1: Um, I don't know. Um, Guardian sounds really cool. Um, for
0: for me, yeah. I think a-, a black like on the on the shield kind of front, a Black mm-hmm. Widow game that. Yes. Uh there was a game that came out for the 360 and the PS3 called Alpha Protocol, which was a spy game which was sort of like Mass Effect in its conversation wheels and stuff like that, but it was a lot about subterfuge and lying to people and doing things to help, doing things to lie to them that would make your lies more believable. And it's not a great game and it's not a game that people should go back and play necessarily, but it had very interesting. Um, well, had great writing for one. That was the one really good thing about it. And it had very interesting mechanics that have not been really seen since then. And I think doing a Black Widow game like that—that's part, you know, third-person action game where you're kicking ass, but also a lot about like infiltrating places and going undercover and stuff like that. I think that could be a really interesting video game. Um, I pitched the Daredevil game back when we were doing talking comics and somebody wrote me I think <laughs> Jeremy Whitley who writes you know the unstoppable wasp we did a list and stuff like that wrote me an email and he said um <laughs> would the game be absolutely black and you would just see like shapes <laughs> when you jumped around and I was like I guess that's true I guess that's I guess it wouldn't really capture being Daredevil if you're in third person and can see everything that Daredevil's doing <laughs> but yeah. I still think Daredevil would be a good person to have a video game based on. he has a good
1: Bruce, Bruce gallery yeah that's for tough. sure I mean uh there's there's different sides of Marvel that I think would be really, really cool. Like there is like the Iron Fist and uh mm-hmm. and Deadly Hands of Kung Fu side. That would be cool. Maybe like Marvel's like horror stuff. I mean Dracula's public public domain, so you could have yeah. like Blade and Man thing and
0: Yeah, Blade would be cool. Yeah. Blade would be I, a cool game.
1: You know, I don't I don't if it's if it's dream projects, yeah. Something wild and crazy like that would be awesome.
0: Mm. Uh, Kelsey, but... do you have any ideas?
2: I don't know, I sort of can't stop thinking about a Black Widow game now. <laughs> um, I would even just to expand on it, maybe make it episodic, so you keep the mystery hmm. uh, alive. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Like the way they released uh, that Hitman game this past year, like mm-hmm. that, like do it in like chunks and stuff like that, with like different missions and stuff like that in each in each episode. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Perfect sure. dark Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, perfect um, uh All right, cool. So, Matt, before, if, I don't know if we'll have time for another question, but before we get to that, I, I want to make sure that you tell us your latest story about Craigslist Adventures. Uh, so,
1: the most exciting one that happened was, uh, I guess it was last night. Last night was crazy because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the Dallas Comic Con uh, pretty soon, and Jim Lee's going to be there. Oh, cool. And I know, and I, I wanted to, I, I, I there's a, there a secondhand store that had a copy of uh, H- Absolute Hush, and it was a good price, and I wanted to get it, but I also agreed to meet this person for Donkey Kong Country Returns uh, <laughs> on the Wii, and, uh, and see, that's but my thing, not right? even that old, Matt. You could have found it somewhere I, else I, in a sketchy I,
0: Craigslist I, thing.
1: I, well, for, not for five dollars. Okay. Uh so but also means I drove for like twenty minutes to pay five dollars for a game that costs <laughs> like ten. Yeah. So I you know, time management I'm not so great at. <laughs> um so I had to go back and forth, uh which was a bit of a hassle, but um so I it was a Facebook marketplace, so it technically wasn't Craigslist, so not too too sketchy. Um but I message her. She's like, I was like, hey, you know, you're selling all these games. You have Donkey Kong Country Returns, you know, five bucks. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. She gives me her, her address and she lives on a street that is just, you know, <laughs> like, like, like just cars and cars and cars and cars and people. And she gives me the address and I'm, you know, I'm doing that like, creepy driver thing where i'm like slowly looking at every house like okay is it it, it's not 964 it's no no not that one not that one and finally i can't find her and so i just park on a corner and i send her the facebook you have to have like the facebook messenger app now it's not even easy anymore to just message someone on facebook
0: yeah, that's been for um, years, though, Matt. Come on. <laughs> has it?
1: I, I, I've yes. been on Facebook for a long time. Oh, okay. Good for uh, yeah. you. I live in the South, dude. It, you don't, <laughs> don't want to go on Facebook down here. It's, it's really, really bad. I don't want to go to uh,
0: Facebook up here. So. I okay, worry.
1: yeah, just just imagine. Uh, yeah. it's, it's even worse with a Southern draw. Um, <laughs> but So I message her, and I say, hey, I have no idea. I can't find your house what car is parked in the driveway? And she says, it's a Toyota Corolla. I'm like, okay, cool. I can find a Toyota Corolla. And I did. I found seven Toyota Corollas. <laughs> and I asked her, like, what color? She's like, purple. And I'm like, no, none of these are purple. Um, so I, I tell her, okay, I'm going to park. Uh, like, I'm, I'm in a... And by the way, my, my, my car is an orange uh, Subaru Crosstrek, so you can't miss my car. <laughs> um, I didn't buy it for that reason. Uh, but I tell her that, and she's like, Okay, yeah, I'll be out in a minute. And so I just kind of parked the car, and I'm like waiting outside, and these people are walking their Great Dane. And it basically gave me a opportunity to play with the Great Dane for a little bit. It, you know, it's not an exciting story, but it, it was <laughs> nice. It was really, really <laughs> nice. And I got Donkey Kong Country returns for $5, which is a score. In my book,
0: it's a good game. It's a very yeah, good game.
1: It, it, it is. And like like I'm I'm committed to this list. I don't want to ever branch off of this list. So if I can average like a game a week, uh, you know, I think that's good. Maybe pace out a little bit more. But I want to make sure I can get it as cheap as I possibly can. And you know, five bucks for that game, I don't think I'm gonna get it any cheaper. However, I was at Goodwill, and for a dollar, I found Trauma Center for the week. Oh. oh, really? Oh my gosh. That game is amazing. That game is that, so crazy weird. Yes, it is. Like, how is that not like an undiscovered gem that, like, you know, only the cool kids talk about? <laughs> that game is amazing. Kelsey, have you played Trauma Center?
2: And um, no.
1: Okay, let me let me let me pitch this to you. <laughs> okay, so it's an Atlas game. So if you have ever played Catherine or any of Atlas's other games there's There's that whole vibe to it, mm-hmm. but essentially it is like you're a surgeon, but you're also part of like a soap opera so yes. you're good, you're basically performing really bizarre surgeries with the Wii Remote while trying to convince this nurse to like stay in love with you it's <laughs> It's great, and like they involve aliens, it gets weird, yeah. It's it's, it's an amazing game, and like in the second level, it's like you're you're removing broken glass from the spleen. It's like okay, all right, I I guess I'm ready for this. I can handle this. I gotta also make sure that my relationships healthy with this with this lady, and it's <laughs> that game is amazing, and it's not a good game. It's just what a weird game, and like it's one of those Japanese games that you're like, this made it over here. This that, that I'm 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 not mad about this, but this seems really weird. I don't think you were able to sell this to many people, and I don't think they were. But uh, but yeah, I, I saw that for a buck, and I was like, oh, absolutely.
0: Was it uh, Trauma Center New Blood? No, it was Trauma Center uh, Second Opinion. Second Opinion, okay. <laughs> a,
1: see? Great names, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. So, so um, silly. There hasn't been one of those games since 2010. But there uh, was... That... Five between two thousand and five and two thousand and ten. So how many? How many made it over here? It couldn't have been all of them. Um, I think it was all of them. Whoa. Yeah, I think it's all of them. I'm looking at the article right now. Trauma Center Under the Knife came out in two thousand and five for the DS. <laughs> um, Trauma Center Second Opinion for the Wii. Okay. Um, Trauma Center New Blood for the Wii in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. There's another um, Wii Trauma Center. Oh man. There's there's two more. Oh so there's goodness. that one, and then there's Under the Knife Two, which came out on the in the DS in two thousand and eight, um, and then Trauma Team came out for the Wii in two thousand
1: and ten. So, there oh my you go. goodness. Okay, so yeah. that's my retro game that I think needs a remake or a reboot. I think they need to go full <laughs> force into VR
0: Trauma Center, <laughs> and they released uh, Trauma Team on the Wii U's eShop in August two thousand and fifteen. What?
1: So. I'm blown yeah. away by this. This is amazing. Yeah.
0: There you go. I've got, so Wikipedia's glad. got all the facts for you.
1: I'm so glad we do this podcast,
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Um, we still have a bunch of questions left over, which we'll get to on the next show for sure. There's a couple questions I want to wait until Hugh and Justin are here as well, because uh, there's some very Hugh and Justin-type questions on this list. Um, we'll definitely get to those. But thank you so much for sending them in. If you want to send in more questions... At talking underscore games on Twitter or games at talkingcompbooks.com um, is that email address. If you want to get in touch with us personally, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Kelsey.
2: Kelsamus, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S.
0: Matt.
1: I am at Johnny Matt Wood on the Twitter.
0: Uh, and uh, please, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. It's the best way to help us promote the show. Um, even if you don't use iTunes, just hop on there, rate us, review us. It would mean the world to us for, for that. Um, if you are so inclined, check out uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash talking comics. If you want to give anything financially, and of course go to talking and check out all of our podcasts and, and articles that go up there, including the other podcasts that are, uh, that Matt is on legendary runs.
1: Yeah. We have a very exciting, uh, episode coming out Monday. Uh, man, this is, this is a fun comic to read. And, uh, in the current climate uh, it's uh denny o'neill and Neil adams is green arrow and green lantern
0: nice oh.
1: yeah it's it's you think it's crazy progressive and then they like didn't they say something that's like just would be considered crazy racist today and he was like oh man i'll yeah, try <laughs> there, there are some things you're just like oh don't say that oh you're doing so well don't don't call him a red man come on what are you doing yeah, it's but it, it really is. Uh a lot of fun. And uh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun to talk about. Uh it's coming out Monday.
0: Yes. I I will be on that show again at some point this year.
1: Yes. Uh yeah. I I am I don't want to spoil the run that you're doing, but it yeah. is it's gonna be one that's like, Oh man, I better I better start as soon as I can on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. a long one. Um,
0: I only I only do the heady stuff with you yeah. guys. So there's a lot to unpack, Um, but that'll be later on in the year. But uh, that's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. Thank you, Kelsey.
2: Thank you, Matt.
0: Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who listen. Until next time, be good to one another.